We're talking about crackheads versus politicians. If Barack Obama is a gay crackhead, it makes you think maybe that pizza might have meant something a little bit more than just pizza. I don't know how you feel about death, but I'm not worried about dying. Welcome in, ladies and gentlemen, to the next episode of Joe Kelly's Psychedelic Experience. What is going on with you, my friend? It's your old pal Joe here, just checking in with you on a motherfucking Monday. How's it going? How's it hanging, my friend? Listen, I hope you are doing well, all right? I hope you're doing better than you ever thought you possibly could be doing, all right? And if you're not, hey, that's a-okay, but get your shit together, all right? Get your fucking shit together. It's uh, years winding down. 2024 is going to be here before you know it. And by the time it gets here, the shit will be hitting the fan. It always does. It's an election year. People lose their fucking minds, you know? COVID's ramping up. An election year's coming. Who the fuck else knows what's going on? World government, uh, smart cities, uh, fucking weapons being used to burn down the island of Maui, all happening around us. So while all that's going on, you might as well have your shit together for it. Because what the fuck else are you going to be doing? You might as well be able to look yourself in the mirror one last time before we all die in some weird, uh, fiery explosion that will be planned by the government, of course. You might as well be able to respect yourself when you look in the mirror for the last time, all right? <laughs> so get your shit together. Real quick, ladies and gentlemen, this episode of the podcast is brought to you by our good friends over at Magic Mind. Check out magicmind.com. Use the promo code Joe. Get yourself 20% off. If you feel a little sluggish in the morning, if you're feeling groggy, if you're tired of drinking six, seven, eight, nine, ten cups of coffee every single day, do yourself a favor and give Magic Mind a try, all right? You won't regret it. That's the promo code J-O-E at checkout. Save you a few bucks. Also, if you'd like to support the podcast and what it is that I do, comedy, podcasting, just just Joe being your old pal Joe, go to patreon.com slash utilize shrooms. There is a link in the description of this podcast and uh, join the Patreon, all right? We got bonus podcast episodes. We got daily morning check-ins, uh, exclusive check-ins on there that you don't find other places on social media, all right? patreon.com slash utilize shrooms if you want to support me in any other way and thank you to everyone who has already signed up to the uh to the patreon all right darth shibby i know you're out there buddy you're always fucking checking in i appreciate you buddy i love you to death all right thanks for being a fan of the podcast as long as you have and thanks for supporting me on the patreon real quick some shows coming up my friends i'll be in huntsville alabama at Low Mill Arts and Entertainment. That is going to be Friday, September 22nd. I have uh, dates in Seattle the 29th and 30th at Hereafter with my buddy Aaron Weber. I'll also be in Salt Lake City the 6th and the 7th of October. That is once again with my good buddy Aaron Weber. I'll be headlining Black Circle Brewing in Indianapolis, Indiana, October 15th. And uh, we got some stuff in November. Albany, New York. Looks like uh, Bridgeport, Connecticut. Also, what the fuck? Appleton, Wisconsin. And then we'll be uh, winding down this year in Tampa at Side Splitters uh, a little bit later in December. JoeKellyComedy.com has all your upcoming dates, stories, information, all that shit. 
What's been going on with you, my friend? How has uh, your week been? What'd you get into? Did you do good things? Did you do positive things with yourself? How was your fucking week? What did you make out of it? Did you have any fun? Did you see that Obama is a gay crackhead? What? What? Who knew that? Who knew that Barack Obama was indeed a gay man who likes to smoke crack? Apparently, about 60% of the internet already knew that. If you don't know what I'm talking about, people, listen, get with the fucking program, all right? There's been a lot of talk about Barack Obama being a gay guy for a while, and then we had the, uh, you know, they leaked one of his letters to one of his ex-girlfriends where he's like, I like to have sex with men, but only in my mind. I'm paraphrasing there. That's not exactly what he said. But basically, he's like, I like sucking cocks and shoving them in my ass, but only in my mind. So it's definitely not gay. And I'm not trying to impress you, you fucking liberal arts major. That's that's, you know, again, I'm paraphrasing there. But there was an interview with a guy who has no teeth. All right. And because he smoked a lot of crack, he smoked so much crack with Barack Obama, he lost all his teeth. And he's like, yeah, I smoked crack with Barack Obama and had sex with him. How do you, we, what, breaking news, people, breaking news, you know, that Obama is a gay crackhead and has been for a very long time. And uh, Joan Rivers knew it. Joan Rivers knew it like two weeks before she died. So that's, you know, interesting. Does it make you, okay, let's ask you this. Does it make you... Does it make you have any questions about what happened to the cook, the chef at the old Obama place, the one that drowned? You know what I mean? Does it make you think that he, he maybe just drowned by accident or was he having gay sex with Barack Obama and then Barack Obama had a crack-induced violent streak and maybe he might have uh, murdered his chef? Do y'all think that's a possibility, you know? Or is this just a bunch of hoobla? Because listen, I've seen the argument and I understand it. How are you supposed to take a crackhead seriously? That's a very good argument. Could you believe anything that comes out of a crackhead's mouth? And, uh, you know, a lot of the times I'd say no, but here's the thing. We're talking about crackheads versus politicians, all right? Who's, who's less honest out of those two? Who do you think? Because we under, I understand that crackheads will lie because they want to get some crack. But politicians are known for their lies and bullshit and manipulation. And nobody believes in them. At least with a crackhead, you can go, hey, cracky, you want a dollar? Are you going to buy some crack with this dollar? And they'll go, yeah, I'm going to do that. You know? But if you go, hey, politician, what are you going to give these political funds to some foreign nation or maybe some giant corporation that's going to buttfuck me later, and they're going to go, no, of course not, even though they're going to do it, all right? So, with that being said, as dishonest as crackheads are, politicians are far more dishonest. So, me using that logic, I have to, uh, I have to agree that, oh, I have to agree with the crackhead on this one, you know? I think Barack Obama, Barry O., Barry Satora, or whatever the fuck his CIA name was, you know, y'all got to dig into this shit yourself, okay? Because once you start digging, you'll realize that Barack Obama is a CIA asset who is uh, currently the president of the United States behind Joe Biden, and he's also a gay crackhead, you know? 
I don't know if he was born in Kenya. Remember when remember when the biggest issue was <laughs> if Barack Obama was born in Kenya and now he might be a gay crackhead who murdered his chef. So, you know, just just distractions out there, people. Just distractions. But I I'm I'm siding with the crackhead on this one, you know. What does he really have to gain from coming out and saying that Barack Obama is a gay crackhead? You know, Probably nothing. Maybe he writes a book. Maybe he sells a lot of those books and then gets a lot of crack money. You know, maybe he was in love and his heart is broken. Maybe he tried to call old Barack and he hasn't answered the phone in 23 years. So he's like, all right, I'm, I'm tired of your shit. So now I'm going to come out and let everybody know that you like to smoke crack and have gay sex with men. You know, and there's nothing wrong with that. There's nothing wrong with that at all. You know, that's the other thing is, is it, is it a big deal that, you know, Barack Obama might be a gay guy who smokes crack? Is it that big of a deal? You probably wouldn't be, you know, president, I guess. I don't know. Imagine, uh, imagine being the first gay black president. That's even better. You know, yes, we can. Yes, we can be gay <laughs> and black. In America, he should be leaning into it. I haven't seen anything come out about uh, his rebuttal or anything like that. Maybe he's just trying to let it blow over. But there has been a you know a lot of lingerings for like years now, for years now that you know Barack Obama's a gay guy, and Joan Rivers she spilled the beans. She said Barack's gay and Michelle's a man. Two weeks later, she's dead. You know. So maybe there's some truth to this Barack Obama being a gay crackhead who may or may not have murdered his chef, you know, and then people want to go, oh, his daughters aren't even his. Listen, gay guys can still have babies. So you can't, you can't negate the fact that maybe those children are his, despite him being a gay crackhead. I met a guy, I worked with a guy. He was a gay guy at the last restaurant I worked at. And uh, he had a, a gay neighbor who was always trying to get him to smoke crack. And he said he never did it. He kind of had a very Barack Obama build about him now that I mention it. I got a hookah pipe too, ladies and gentlemen. This shit's great. But the point is, <laughs> the point is he uh i don't even know what i was getting at with this whole thing now he swore up and down that he never smoked crack and then one day at work he's like you know what i did smoke a little bit of crack this weekend and it was pretty fun and you know he uh i don't know what happened to him he fucking he got fired one day but that's the only real crackhead i've ever I mean, he wasn't, I wouldn't assume he was a crackhead. He just had smoked some crack once, allegedly. But no one asked him about it either. He just came in one day and was like, hey guys, I was smoking crack and sucking dick last night. And it's like, wow, is that what you do when you're on crack? Is anyone just like hang out or is it all just gay sex? What if a lady smokes crack? What does she do? She's out there lopping up vaginas? What is it with crack cocaine that makes you have gay sex? Or 
or is it has nothing to do with the crack cocaine and it just has to do with you and yourself. And you're like, oh no, I'm not, I'm only gay when I smoke crack. <laughs> is it just an excuse to let your true self come out? Is that all that smoking crack is? Is that all that any drug is really? It's like booze when, you know, when people go, oh, your true self comes out when you've been drinking. Maybe, maybe just your gay self comes out when you've been smoking crack. I've never smoked crack cocaine. And I don't plan on doing it. I mean, if a president, if a president asks you to smoke a little crack cocaine with him, what do you, you know, a president's son? No, of course not. Not a president's son, but a president. If the first black president of America was like, hey, you want to come over and smoke some crack cocaine and maybe suck each other's dicks? That who I think you put a lot of people in that situation. It's going to be tough to say no. You know, I know that the white ladies out in Hollywood, they like to do regular cocaine and suck dick. So maybe there's something about the cocaine, whether it's in crack or powder form, that just makes you want to juicy old cock in your mouth, you know? Maybe that's what it does to people. I don't know. I don't know. I certainly have never smoked crack, and I've never had a wiener in my mouth. But maybe, maybe the right person hasn't asked me to do it yet. Maybe I shouldn't judge Barack Obama or the guy I used to work with for just smoking a little crack and, you know, sucking dick. Maybe it's okay. Maybe there's nothing wrong with it. But the point is, Barack Obama built himself up. Oh, I'm this family man, and the only bad thing about me is I smoke cigarettes sometimes. Meanwhile, he's smoking cigarettes so he can come down from the fucking crack benders he's been on and to get the flavor of cum out of his mouth. It's not surprised. There's been a lot of gay, a lot of secretly gay politicians, you know? Do y'all know about the Bohemian Grove at all? It's a secret uh, club for elites of the world. Maybe just of the country, but of the world uh, in, in Northern California, all right? I think we've talked about this on the podcast before. But it's a men's club only. It's only for guys, rich guys, definitely not in the closet about stuff. But there is a quote from Richard Nixon who attended the Bohemian Grove. I think it leaked out in the Watergate tapes where he's talking about it. And he likes to say there's a lot of, he says there's a lot of gay stuff going on out there, you know. So maybe it's just part of the politics. Maybe you just, you know, you get into politics, not because you want power or control or, you know, you want to fucking make a whole bunch of money and lie to people. Maybe that has nothing to do with it. Maybe that's just, you know, maybe politics was like the only place you could be gay for a while, you know. I don't know. All I know is these politicians, they, they love lying. They love putting on face and pretending. You know why they do that, right? They do that because they think that's who you are. They go, oh, everyone, everyone in America is just family. They got a, you know, it's just a wife and two kids. That's what everybody's got. So then they pretend to be that. And meanwhile, they're all just fucking smoking crack and sucking dicks and you know, going to islands and diddling kids and all that shit. That's what they do. But then they put on the face and they come out and they go on TV and they go, I'm just like you and I'm looking out for your best interest. And meanwhile, they're all drug addicts and 
sexual deviants, and liars. Every last one of them. Every last fucking one of them. You know? It does, you know. <laughs> I've never gone down the Pizzagate rabbit hole, but do y'all remember Pizzagate? Where there was like, a, they were trafficking children through a pizza shop in New York. And they were ordering pizzas at like 1.30 in the morning to the White House or some shit like that. You know, if Barack Obama is a gay crackhead, it makes you think maybe that pizza might have meant something a little bit more than just pizza. You know, it makes you think that maybe, maybe I'm not saying I'm not saying anything. I'm just saying maybe if Barack Obama has been a gay crackhead this whole time. And nobody knew about it except other gay crackheads and Joan Rivers, of course. Uh, maybe there's a chance that pizza is not pizza. <laughs> in an email on a Tuesday at 3.30 in the morning, it's like, hey, can you send a seven-year-old pizza? <laughs> it's like, why do you want old pizza? It's like, oh, because it's dry aged. I just want some dry aged pizza, all right? That's all. Some nice eight year dry aged pizza at 3.30 in the morning. And I got a little crack pipe with me. You know what's good to come down from the crack? Fucking slice of pizza. As <laughs> 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 yeah, the biggest as all the news in my world last week is that Barack Obama is indeed a gay crackhead. Or maybe he's not. Maybe he's just a regular guy who, you know, experimented once and he is like, you know what? I usually don't, I usually don't smoke crack, but because we're here, because there's a chance to smoke it, it's like, uh, I don't know. It's like when you get a chance to try something different, you know, maybe you, you never, you never, uh, I don't know. You don't eat like hot dogs or something like that. Bratwurst. And you go to some uh, uh, French, it's definitely not French, who invented the bra Germans. You go to some Germans guy's house and he's like, you want uh, uh, bratwurst with some sauerkraut? And you're like, I've never really had sauerkraut. And I've heard bad things like it doesn't taste good. But I guess when in Rome, so maybe that's what happened with uh, Barack Obama blowing, blowing dudes and smoking crack and uh, manipulating society and still being president behind uh, Joe Biden. You know, not that the presidents do anything anyway. It's all run by corporations. So the yeah, fact that like, oh, Barack Obama's on a third term because, you know, Joe Biden can't do nothing. It's like, ah, it don't matter anyway. They're all they're all part of the same fucking team. And then they said uh, there was word that Michelle Obama might run in 2024, which wouldn't that be interesting? If she can't, if she can't keep her man from being a gay guy, I can't imagine she's going to do well at running the country. You know, I'm not sure what one has to do with the other, but if you can't keep your home life in order, if you can't satisfy your man enough that he doesn't want to go out and smoke crack and have big cocks rammed in his ass, I can't imagine you can do well at running the country, you know, but maybe... Maybe she'll do well because she is a man. <laughs> Maybe she'll be the best woman president ever 
because uh, she's got a big old cock and she likes putting it in Barack Obama's ass. Maybe that's it. This podcast is going to get flagged from YouTube, I'm pretty sure. Uh, so <laughs> I'm pretty sure this one is going to have all sorts of restrictions and probably not be up that long. Hopefully, hopefully it stays up forever, but we'll see. We'll see what's happening. But anyway, uh, I, that, that was just the fun news last week, people. I wasn't doing too much. I didn't do much at all last week. I've just been chilling, keeping my life in order. Went to the gym every day last week. Here's something we talked about on the, the Patreon episode this past week. Is, uh, the gym is a, is a wonderful thing, man. If you don't go to the gym or do some kind of workout or anything like that, just work out in general, I highly recommend you do it because working out, going to the gym is, is one of the things in life that will never, it's never going to let you down. You know, you're always going to, you're going to get out of what you put in to going to the gym and working out and taking care of yourself and shit like that. You know, you might die suddenly cause that's going to happen to every last one of us. But I like the gym just because you, you know, you get out exactly what you put into it. The amount of work you put into the gym is exactly what you get out of it. And a lot of things in life don't work that way, you know? A lot of relationships don't work that way, jobs, anything. Anything you felt like you've given uh, everything you possibly could to. And sometimes things just don't work out, you know what I mean? Relationships are that way. A lot of people are like, oh man, I gave, I gave that individual everything and it didn't work out. Well, that's why I like the gym, because it always works out. As long as you stay consistent and you keep going, you know, fucking can't let you down, you know. It's absolutely wonderful. I love it. It's, uh, I, I don't know if it's addicting, but, dude, I just feel good. I feel good when I go. I feel good when I go when I don't want to go, you know, and not being on the road for stand up for this past week or whatever it uh it helps me stay on my schedule or whatever so having it knowing when i'm going to the gym and having it be something consistent every single day is just the it's the fucking best thing i look forward to it i look forward to i look forward to not enjoying it you know what i mean i love that i love going in there and fucking busting my ass and really exhausting myself. I feel so I feel so fucking good afterwards. Maybe that's why people got all this are fucking depressed and feel sad all the fucking time. I don't know. Cuz you're not exhausting your body. Physically exhaust yourself so you don't have time and mentally too. It's mentally draining too working out. If you do it fucking hard, so that way you don't have time to think about all the bullshit in your life that's making you sad and the things you don't have and this, that, and the other. It also, it just leads to more productivity for me anyway. For me, I'm speaking for myself, but it certainly has never let me down. I feel like people have let me down. And there's also the aspect of like, oh, I'm not getting, I didn't get out the, of this relationship or this job or what I was putting into it. And maybe you weren't putting your entire self into that. That's always a... a that could be a possibility too. I'll say it that way. You'd be like, oh, I gave everything I had to this relationship, but it still didn't work out. It's like, well, maybe you didn't. Maybe you didn't. Or maybe you gave too much and it wasn't being reciprocated. 
There's that aspect of it too. But the gym, bro, it never, it never doesn't reciprocate to you. Whatever you put into it, you will get out of it, you know? And there are people who are like, oh, I go to the gym every day and I don't see results. And it's like, you see these people because you're kind of lazy. You're just going through the motions, you know? You see it at the, I see it at the gym, dude. There are the, some of the fattest people that go to the gym don't do anything at all. I've seen it. You watch these people fucking sluggish, sluggishly move into the gym. The fattest people ever. And then they just go sit in the sauna for 20 minutes and then they leave and they act like they did something. And they go, man, I've really plateaued. <laughs> it's like, it's because you're not doing anything. And here's the thing. I love going to the sauna. It's always the fattest people. There's one rule for the sauna. Don't wear your street shoes in there. And it's always the fattest motherfuckers in there that got their fucking goddamn, you know, the fucking... Was the Timberlands on fucking muddy Timberlands? Because for some reason they got a tr maybe they're just fucking breaking the sidewalk when they're walking in. That's how fat they are, and they're crushing the sidewalk beneath their feet. So then they get nice and a bunch of mud on there, and then they come truck it through the fucking goddamn sauna. It's disgusting. It's okay to be a big fatty. That's fine, but you ain't fucking bullshitting me. You just sit there for 15, 20 minutes and you go, that's, but that's my workout for the day. It's like you didn't even do anything while you were here. You just come and you sweat for a little bit. It's like you could do that just sitting at home, you know? That's how fat people, they'd be sweating a lot, you know? You got, I'm not speaking out of turn here. I think we all know that big fatties, they sweat for no reason at all. But these people, they go out of their way. They pay for a gym membership to come to the gym, to not do anything, to sweat, which they would, which they have been doing all day. And then they go, man, I've plateaued. I hear them talking and it's like, you don't do anything. You don't move your body. You're not committed to it. You gotta, <laughs> it's like, you're just losing water weight. You're not really burning any calories by sitting in the sauna. It is good for you. It makes you feel great, uh, but just being a big fatty and wandering in there and go, oh, here's my, here's my uh, room, here's my thing for the day. I'm going to come in here. I saw a fat guy in shoes drinking a cup of coffee, and it's like, what the fuck are you doing? You're going to die in here, dude. You're, gonna de you're dehydrating yourself from the sauna. You're already sweating, and now you're drinking coffee in the sauna with shoes on. Just being a big fat, it's it, it, whatever. People are going to do whatever they want to do. I, some lady was fucking in there with like, not makeup, but like face scrub and fucking like pads for her face. She brought like a whole fucking, a whole, uh, not sink. That's what I think of it as the counter of your sink. But there's a thing that ladies call where they do their vanity, something like, I don't fucking know what it's called. She brought the whole kit and caboodle and was like scrubbing the fucking dead skin off her face and shit. People are disgusting. You know, I'm, I'm a pretty gross guy, you know, but I fucking take my shoes off 
I don't go wandering trucking mud through the goddamn sauna and treating it like it's my own fucking bathroom. You know what I mean? Part of me just wanted to start pissing in there because there is a drain. But if everyone's going to treat it like it's their own fucking bathroom, I was like, man, I should just piss on the floor right now and just go. I thought this is what we were doing. I thought we were treating like this like we're at home and there aren't other people around that we have to be considerate of, you know? <laughs> Maybe I'm just freaking out for no fucking reason. But the point is, the point is, add some sort of uh, physical activity to your daily routine if you aren't doing it already. You won't regret it and uh, be consistent with it. Don't bullshit yourself. Don't let other people bullshit you either. That's how people make money, you know? That's what they keep fucking, you know, nutritionists, therapists, shit like that. I don't trust these motherfuckers, you know what I mean? Because their whole, if you, if a therapist, if somebody fixes, if he fixes everything that's wrong with you, then they won't get your money. So I don't, you know, for therapists, I don't fucking trust these people. I think they want you to keep coming back. So they'll be like, oh no, you're fine just the way you are. And then you'll just keep going back because you're like, you keep telling me I'm fine, but my life still seems fucked up. So I have to come back here once every week. And they go, well, you're not the problem. It's the world. And then fucking eight years down the road, you know, you're fucking hundreds of thousands of dollars in debt to some stupid motherfucker. And they're going, no, you're perfect. You're fine just the way you are. Please, I need I need this fucking $1,500 every week from you. Because I'm a special therapist, you know. I'm a life coach and a therapist and a nutritionist and a fucking Reiki healer. I do all those things for you, and for some reason, you still have to come see me every week. Not because I'm bullshitting you. It's because the world is just too hard to fucking take on yourself, and you can't possibly do it. You can't do it without me. So, I don't trust these motherfuckers, you know? Don't let them bullshit you. Don't bullshit yourself. Fucking work out. Put your fucking heart and soul into something, and see what you don't get back. Maybe you won't get anything back, but at least with the gym, you will. You'll feel better, my friend. You'll fucking 100% feel goddamn better. Let's take a quick break. Check in with our sponsors. We'll be right back with more Joe Kelly's psychedelic experience, all right? This episode of the podcast is brought to you by our good friends at Magic Mind. Do you feel a little sluggish in the morning, my friend? Listen, we all do. It happens. We live in a society where we're not sleeping enough. We're not getting proper nutrition into our bodies. So yeah, Mornings are tough. What do we usually do in the morning, my friend? We drink a big, tall cup of coffee. Now, what's the problem with coffee? It gets you up, it gets you going, but what happens? By the time you get to work or where you need to be, you're already crashing, you're feeling sluggish, and then you got the jitters the whole way through. That's where Magic Mind comes in, my friend. A little shot packed with nootropics, vitamins, minerals, all the good stuff to get you that good jolt in the morning, all right? I've been drinking it now for months. Every single morning, it brings me a peace. It brings me a sense of peace, serenity, clarity every single morning. I love having Magic Mind as part of my morning routine uh, because overall, it just puts me in a good mood, a focused mood. I'm not as jittery as I am with coffee. I'm not jittery at all, to be honest with you. The Magic Mind gets you up, gets you going, 
with none of the jitters and none of that coffee crash that we've become so accustomed to. So do yourself a favor. Try Magic Mind out today on your old pal Joe, all right? Go to magicmind.com, use the promo code Joe, get yourself 20% off at checkout, all right? That's from me to you and our good friends at Magic Mind. Once again, magicmind.com, promo code J-O-E at checkout, and we'll save you a few bucks because who can't use that? Inflation's through the roof right now. So use my name and save you a little bit of money. And uh, I promise you, my friend, you won't regret trying Magic Mind. Give it a go. And uh, let's get back to the podcast, shall we? Welcome back to the podcast, ladies and gentlemen. Hope you enjoyed that brief, brief message from our wonderful sponsors here on Joe Kelly's Psychedelic Experience. Let's talk about it, people. It's all, uh, it's in the air. There's some rumblings going on of, uh, I don't know, COVID on the upswing of things again. Uh, it's almost as if this is just going to happen every single fucking year now, people. That's what it seems like. So, uh, I don't know. Here's the thing. I have, uh, I believe there's some places on the West Coast that have started reinstating like some mask mandates, shit like that for schools and whatever. And uh, I heard some rumblings of maybe that being implemented again, countrywide coming up here sometime soon. But uh, if that, if that is the case, if that does happen, people, if, uh, if airlines, I'll say this, if airlines start requiring people to wear a mask in order to fly, you will not see me doing any shows for the rest of the year. I'm not going to participate in the fucking charade again. And listen, I'm not saying COVID isn't real, that it's not a real thing. My grandpa just got it again uh, fucking last week. It was very mild. They said he had the sniffles and that was about it, but they he tested positive. He went to a restaurant by the Mackinac Bridge in Michigan, and uh, he got uh, he got the vid again for the second time in his old old life. But uh, he's apparently fine; everything's okay. So again, I'm not saying it's not real. I'm not saying that maybe you shouldn't be concerned about it. It I think it depends on on you yourself. You know, are you a healthy person? Are you more susceptible to disease? If you have uh, autoimmune issues already, then yeah, maybe be concerned. But I'm not going to participate in the whole show, in the whole charade of going, you're doing this because you care about other people, and if you don't do this, it's because you're a bad person, and you're a piece of shit, and you don't care about other people. That's what I'm not going to do. That's what I'm not dealing with. I saw how people acted and how people behaved. And part of me does believe that it was, you know, not that it's not a real thing, but it was so fucking hyped up and blown out of proportion. And it was mostly just a fucking money grab for the pharmaceutical industry. That's what it seems to me. It seems like it was a money grab for the pharmaceutical industry and a power grab for the fucking powers that be whether they be corporations or the government, whoever it is, that seemed to be the outcome. Because if you remember at the beginning of 2020, when all that shit first happened, and everyone's fucking freaking out and panicking, it was as if people were talking like, you know, 
People were, there were dead bodies in the streets everywhere you went. And I just didn't see it. So that's what I don't want to participate in is the whole fucking hoobla, the sharamble, the rabble rousing that goes on. You know, it's clear that we were all bullshitted to a degree. I'm not, and I'm, you know, I'm not trying to speak out of turn here or anything like that. But if you can't look at what happened in 2020 and everything that's happened since then and realize that regardless of, you know, no one's saying it's not a real thing. No one's saying there's not a virus out there that might cause you a little bit of trouble. But if you don't look around it and go, oh, this was all bullshit to begin with, or there was just, you know what I mean? You couldn't go to the beach with your family, right? You couldn't do that. You couldn't, you know, have gatherings for Christmas or the holidays or Thanksgiving. But if you were, you know, protesting, that was totally fine. You know, if you're a singer, if you're a musical artist and we're doing an award ceremony, you're fine there too. You don't have to wear a mask. The COVID won't get you. But if you're serving hors d'oeuvres or giving these rich fucking assholes their drinks, you have to wear a mask. It was very class divided, you know, because as all the beaches were closed and everything, all those rich cocksuckers did was go to the fucking beach and do whatever the fuck they wanted to do. So here's my recommendation. Uh, I know there's going to be all sorts of, you know, influential people, whether it's celebrities or politicians, or a hybrid of the two, because they're one and the same at this point in time, or the CDC, or anything else. Any recommendations they come out and tell you to do, don't listen to them. Watch what they do. Behave in the same way that they behave. Think of yourself as one of the elites. Act as if you are. Behave in the same manner. Don't let them make rules for themselves and different rules for you and I. Because we're dirty peasants, so we have to wear a mask so fucking Beyonce can have a fucking hot dog in a blanket or whatever the fuck she's eating, you know what I mean? At the goddamn Grammys or the Emmys or whatever the fuck award ceremony they're doing where they don't have to, you know, abide by the same rules that they fucking roll out for us. Don't play the game, people. So I'm not. So that's where I'm at with it. If airlines go, hey, you got to wear a mask to fly. I'm not going to do any shows, you know, because it's all bullshit because it's all fucking bullshit. I spent enough time fucking two years ago when they started doing outdoor shows again and they go, you can only do the show if you wear a mask every the whole time you're here, except when you're on stage. So I'm just not going to do that because it makes no sense to me. It makes absolutely not a lick of fucking sense to me. And I'm also not afraid. I don't care. I'm not going to, I'm not going to change my life because I'm afraid of something, especially death. Death is the least scary thing to me, people. I don't know how you feel about death, but I'm not worried about dying. I'm also not worried about you dying either. Is that bad? I don't know if that makes me a bad person or not, but I'm, I'm genuinely not concerned. That doesn't, uh, it doesn't bother me. Death is, is, is a much, it has, it's the most, it has to be a beautiful experience, you know? 
It's something we're all going to do. It's something that everybody before us has done. It's something that everybody after us will do. So I think a lot of, you know, they've made death out to be this scary fucking thing because it is kind of confusing because nobody really knows what happens. That's, that's the interesting part of it. Because once you die, you're dead. <laughs> but how, how bad can it be, you know? All people do is bitch about life and being depressed and shit and this, that, and the other. And then somebody comes along and says, hey, well, you might die sooner. They go, oh, no, I don't want to die. Well, you don't like living and you don't want to die. So what the fuck? But I'm not afraid of it, people. You shouldn't be either. We're all doing it. So what is there to be afraid of? Nothing. There's nothing to be afraid of, whether it happens today, tomorrow, 40 years from now, 100 years from now. It's not going to be any different. Don't be afraid of it and don't let people use it to fucking make you do shit you don't want to do. It's very simple. Don't be afraid of death. I'm not. I'm not concerned with dying because it's going to happen. I welcome the experience. I look forward to it. I'm not seeking it out, but I welcome it with open arms because that's the only way to live, people. If you live life afraid of death, you, what the fuck are you doing with your time? You spend your whole day just being afraid of dying? And then you get you spent, you live your whole life and you don't die. And then you just get old and then the fear just becomes even worse. And then you do less stuff and you have no enjoyment in life at all. You know what I mean? So don't be afraid. And listen, just because you don't care about other people's lives doesn't make you a bad person. You're how how all that is is virtue signaling and pretending to be a good person. Most of these people who are out there pretending to be good people are the meanest, awfulest, blackest-hearted fucking people you'll ever meet. They're the same people who go, oh, I care about life, but if you don't agree with me, I hope you fucking die. I hope somebody crushes your skull with a rock because you don't care about people the same way I do. It's like, hold on a minute. How the fuck can you even say that? I thought you were the good person and now you're out here wishing death on people. You know, same with the nurses, the nurses and the doctors when they were the biggest heroes in the whole fucking world, you know, God, they're risking their lives out there fucking trying to help people from getting sick. And then some of them are like, Hey, I don't want to get a vaccine. And then the people are like, you're the worst motherfucker ever. You went from being a hero to being scum of the earth somehow. And these, the good, the good people are the ones telling you that. So none of it makes any sense. I'm not going to participate in it. I'm not going to let it dictate my life at this point. You know, if, uh, if it's between never doing comedy again, never performing standup again, or putting a fucking mask on, I'll never do standup again. That's how I, and I think, even if the airlines do, I think there'll be ways around it. I'll hit up fucking small towns, you know, where COVID doesn't exist. <laughs> but the point being, there is a chance that I end up canceling the rest of the shows I have for this year just because I'm not going to play this bullshit anymore. I'm not going to do it. They fuck with us enough at the airports as it is with fucking security and, you know, you can't bring fucking water through the goddamn TSA checkpoint, but you can bring a lighter and a book 
It's like, how much fucking sense are we making out here? I can't bring some water in a bottle. Oh, we don't know if it's booze or not. What's it matter? What the fuck does it matter? I also have, again, I have a lighter and a book. What is more dangerous? Possibly water or the ability to start a fire on a plane. What are we doing? So then you're going to go, oh, we're going to fuck with you. And then, you know, look at your naked body in 3D or whatever it is through those scanners. And then they're going to make you wear a mask while you do it. I'm not doing it. I'm not participating in the shit, people. I'm not going to do it. Do whatever you want. Whatever you got to do to live your life and feel good about yourself, go for it. Go for it. I'm going to do what the fuck it is I got to do to make sure I'm enjoying my life too. And part of me enjoying my life is not listening to motherfuckers who I don't think know shit. You know what I mean? Who don't know shit in my opinion. I'm not going to listen to them and uh, I just don't want to participate in the charade. So if it all happens, it happens and uh, you won't see my ass doing nothing because I ain't playing that fucking bullshit again. We went through it once and it was all fucking nonsense and bullshit and everyone kind of started to realize it. But then, uh, you know, they fucking ramp it back up, you know. But if you again, if you got an autoimmune system problem and maybe you got some older relatives who are have cancer and you don't want to get them sick, then wear the mask. That's fine. You're still a pussy. Understand you're a pussy, but it's okay. There's nothing wrong with being a pussy. There's nothing wrong with being a pussy. Some people are pussies and some people aren't. It's okay to be a pussy. Just realize that you are a pussy. And then maybe you can get over it or just accept it. You go, you know what? I am a pussy. I'm a little pussy and I like to feel safe. I like the feeling of safe and security, even though it all is an illusion, you know, but I like to buy into it because it helps me sleep easier at night. I get that. I understand it. It's okay to be a pussy. There's nothing wrong with it. There's nothing wrong with pretending that as long as you do what you're told, you can just stay safe and secure forever and there's no danger in the world and just pretend like we aren't fucking human beings, aren't fucking animals out there and there's a chance that you might fucking just be gone in a half a second because some fucking lunatic's wandering down the street. You can, you can pretend that that's not a real world. And just feel safe and secure and a pussy and suck your thumb and shit in your pants and hold on to your blankie and watch your favorite TV shows and your cartoons and just sit there and be a little fucking pussy. That's okay to do, but just realize that you are a pussy. That's all I'm saying. Just understand that you're a pussy. You're bitch made and you're a pussy. <laughs> and again, not that there's anything wrong with it. <laughs> Let's get you the animal video clip of the week. It gets you on your way, people. No, but for real, do what you got to do to make it through life. I understand it's a difficult process and living is confusing, especially when you got all sorts of mixed information coming at you from different ways. And, you know, it's okay. Everything's going to be okay, people. Everything's going to be fine. Do what you got to do. Okay. Listen to, uh, listen to the people who know better than you, who know what's best for you even though they have different rules for themselves. Keep listening to them. Keep listening to the people who do as I say, not as I do. Keep listening to that bull fucking shit, all right? Keep having fun with it. Keep being a pussy. Keep taking that fucking safety, security dick up the ass every single day of your fucking life, people. Don't take a chance. Don't think for yourself. 
Don't make up your own mind. It's all okay. It's all okay. I realize that if everybody lived, if everybody thought how I thought, the, we would not have a functioning society, you know? So as much as I try and fucking, uh, you know, try and rabble people up to, you know, do things different in their life, do whatever it is you got to do. Because to be honest, if everybody acted, you know, if everybody thought the way I thought, nothing would be, nothing would work out. It would be absolute chaos. So we need a, we need a little, we need pussies. We need lunatics. We need a little bit of everybody for this fucking ride to keep working. Because if everybody wakes up and realizes that it's all bullshit and death is nothing to be afraid of, we might find peace and harmony. I don't fucking know. But uh, I doubt it because we're still animals and we're still beasts. So we have to live in a society to hopefully uh, contain those types of people. But those are the types of people who are in charge now. So... Anyway, let's get to the animal video clip of the week and get you on your way, people. Uh, do you know what a cassowary is? Have you all heard of these things before? I have not. I guess I have seen them, but I thought they were just emus. It looks like an emu or like an ostrich, but kind of like a more, I don't know, aggressive kind of looking. It's a scary looking fucking bird and it's giant. And apparently cassowaries are some of the most dangerous birds in the world. I guess they have a temper and are grumpy. And they got fucking velociraptor fucking claws that'll fuck you up. But this video, there's like a, a lady next to an, between an RV and a truck, I believe. And there's a cassowary. And she's taking a little video of it. And she, I think she knows it's a dangerous bird. But she's like laughing and having fun and go, if it starts coming towards me, I'm just going to run away. And it's like, you ain't faster than that bird lady. I can tell from the vibrato from your extra chin that you ain't moving that fast. <laughs> I can hear it. <laughs> I'll just run away from this bird that can run 30 miles an hour. I don't know if they can run that fast, but I bet they're faster than most people. But she's sitting there having a good time with this fucking bird not paying attention to her children. <laughs> and that cassowary notices her fucking child to the other side of the truck, and it decides, hey, I got to fuck something up. I'm a cassowary. I got to live up to my name of being the most dangerous bird on the planet. And what's more dangerous or what better way to prove how dangerous you are than attacking a small child? So cassowary runs towards the kid. I don't think... It does any, the kid like starts screaming and runs away. Kid falls down, face plants, lets out this fucking squeal, this fucking death squeal from hell because it smashed its face on the ground, right? And the cassowary looks like it's about to take a swipe with its fucking foot. And as that fucking demon screech comes out of this child, the cassowary runs off. So the parent did absolutely nothing. The parent doesn't make a peep while the child is running in fear. It just sit. It doesn't move. It doesn't start making movements towards the bird. It just sits there and was going to let this fucking bird pretty much, I mean, possibly kill a child. <laughs> I think they, I think cassowaries have killed grown men. So I think they'd be able to do some damage to a child, but this fucking oblivious fucking you know, country bumpkin of a lady does absolutely nothing. Just giggling about the bird the whole time. And then it tries to attack her child and she does nothing 
you know, the kid's on its own, which if that ain't a good lesson in life, you know, you go, my parents are idiots and they're not always going to be there for me. That's a good lesson to learn when you're four years old. You know, it's probably traumatic. It's probably traumatizing. You can't really take anything your mom says seriously at that point, you know. She's like, oh, go clean your room. It's like, oh, mom, remember when you were going to let me fucking get killed by a goddamn cassowary because you wanted to make a TikTok? Remember that? Remember when you couldn't pull the fucking phone away from your face to maybe go, hey, this bird is dangerous and my child is wandering around. Maybe I should be careful. No, I got to get the video and giggle like a fucking little idiot. And then when my kid almost dies, I ain't going to say nothing. Great fucking video, people. Fascinating. A good, uh, you know, it's a, it's a microcosm of the, the greater picture, the greater fucking, uh, I don't know, the grand scheme of things. It, parents don't care. They got, everyone's too busy with their fucking phone to give a shit about their kid. Absolutely fascinating. Hey, thanks for checking out the podcast this week, people. Hope we had a little bit of fun, all right? Thank you to our sponsor at Magic Mind. Go to magicmind.com, promo code Joe. Get yourself 20% off at the checkout. Also, if you'd like to support the podcast, head on over to patreon.com slash utilize shrooms. There will be a link in the description of this podcast. If you'd like to support, you can do so over there. We get you bonus episodes, daily videos. You might get a signed poster and a t-shirt as well. That happens from time to time, all right? And, uh... What else we got going on? I'll be in Huntsville, Alabama, September 22nd. Seattle, Washington, the 29th and the 30th. Also got shows in October, Indianapolis. I'll be headlining October 15th at Black Circle Brewing. Come through there. JoeKellyComedy.com has all your upcoming dates, shows, and information on everything you could possibly be, possibly be looking for in my world, all right? Hey, thanks for checking out the podcast this week, everybody. Hope we had a little bit of fun, all right? Do me a favor. Before you get out of here, take care of yourself and take care of somebody else, and I'll catch you around real fucking soon. Later, my friend. <laughs>